Welcome to the Female Insight Zone, a podcast dedicated to sharing insights from women who have made an indelible mark in business and the path they took to soar. Welcome to the Female Insight Zone. This is Mary Beth Kosmeski. Today I'm interviewing Christine Monahan. She is a human potential champion. She believes that stress is optional, which I also do, although I don't always act that way. And when understood, stress can be utilized to source the next brilliant opportunity. So I cannot wait to talk to Christine today and have her give us some brilliant ideas. So welcome to the podcast, Christine. Thank you very much, Mary Beth, for having me. So how did you become a human potential champion? And tell us a little bit about what you do. Right. Well, I did set out to do that. I actually set out to be a nurse at a very young age, but anybody who actually knows me well would like roll on the floor laughing because I'm actually very squeamish. So I would be the probably the last person you'd want in the room (laughs) if, if something was going on that you needed help. So I evolved into what I'm doing now. And I started out in sales years ago and then moved into sports sponsorship and then co-production of like 80,000 person sport events, world-class sporting events. And through all that, I realized that I was actually quite a motivator with and for my sponsors and also then the teams that I would be working with. And from that, then my life just kind of, it really did unfold. I, I didn't really ever set out to do this. And I did realize I was a natural influencer and motivator with individuals. And so along the way, after my time with the sporting events and the sponsorship, I then moved into consulting with different companies and different national marketing campaigns. And eventually I actually created my own human potential seminar series, which I ran nationally across Canada. And I had Discovery Health Channel on board and and Chatelaine Magazine and a lot of corporate partners and ran that successfully for about six years. And then I had a few things happen in my life that weren't so fun. And from that, I had to really decide what I wanted to do and how I wanted to leave with my life from that place. And I had a near-death experience. I had a romance that went south. And then I walked away from the million dollars of an investor to build this seminar series out into the US. And so from that, then I got into taking some coaching training and really decided that helping others to really access new levels of potential from the place of ease versus stress was the direction I wanted to go in. So because of the near-death experience that you had, did that give you a different change in perspective? And I don't know if you want to talk about what happened, but if you want to share with us what happened and then how that coordinated with the, the love lost and all of that, and did that change your perspective and get you into this position that you're in right now? Sure. I like to say that nothing changed, but everything changed. So um, <laughs> I literally had secured a million-dollar investor. And then I'd gone off for lunch with some a couple of friends and I was training for a half marathon at that point, which was not a big deal. And I was always super athletic, super healthy. And I passed out a couple of times after training for the half marathon. And so obviously was got checked out and the doctor said, no, you're fine. You just got too much on your plate. And I was like, well, I think there's something more going on. <laughs> I ended up passing out one day and 
ended up in the hospital and ended up with a pacemaker in my chest, which at the age of 42, when you are like top of the game athletic and super healthy and you're like the poster child, it's like, well, what is that really all about? And as it turns out, it was what they call idiopathic, meaning no known reason. So even though I still don't know the reason, so I obviously had to regroup. And I chose to walk away from the million-dollar investor. I chose to close the business. And I said, okay, well, there's a bigger thing going on here that's happening. You need to, like, pay attention and decide, figure out what that is and move with that forward. And, you know, now looking back, it was really about embracing the concept of uncertainty and change, which I'd always been good at, like, band-aiding, not band-aiding, but fixing things. And so really learned that that uncertainty is part of life versus getting it all lined up perfectly because it's never perfect and you don't want it to be perfect. Uh, and so from there, I eased into the coaching, which in turn has led to how I how I go about leading now. And, and the stress piece is huge because if I look back now, I was under huge pressure at the age of that was, I was 42. So it was a huge pressure and I've learned so much. So nothing changed, but everything changed. I like to say, cause I let, the next day it's like, we'll go out and do another marathon. Like there's nothing wrong with you. You've just got this weird blip in your arrhythmia where you miss a beat in your heart. And because my blood pressure is so low, it causes me to pass out. So that's my heart otherwise is completely healthy. So it's like, well, go out and run another marathon. I'm like, well, hang on a minute. (laughs) Right. What? (laughs) Yeah. So that I'm trying to give you the Coles version. And I wrote a book about it, which, you know, was a very cathartic thing to do. Yeah. And the book is called uh, Heartbroke? Yes, that's correct. And people can access it on my uh, website. Got it. And so let's talk about stress. I mean, everyone has stress. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you don't really avoid it. I made changes in my business one time because I was doing some sort of testing for stress and all of this, just testing to see, you know, overall, am I healthy? And so I had to do this thing where I woke up in the morning and I had to do this little test and then I did it in the afternoon and then I did it in the evening. And the doctor said to me that he'd never seen a stress level that high in the morning. Now, your stress is always, your cortisol is always high in the morning. And I thought, oh my gosh. What am I doing? Right. And right. so then I reevaluated what I was doing and how many things I had on my plate and how I was trying to do absolutely everything. Um, I had young kids at home. It was crazy. I'm like, I don't need to be like this. Right. I don't need to right. do it. And I was not using the stress effectively. I don't know if there's a way to do that, but share with us is there a way that we can use stress or eliminate stress or just talk about right. your, your opinions on stress? Yeah. So, and I've got lots of firsthand experience. I mean, I had extreme anxiety after my near-death experience for quite a while because everything was in limbo. I had financial fallout. I had romantic fallout. Like the whole thing was just just a mess. But the blessing within that is I had a completely clean canvas. So it's like I had nothing left to lose and everything to gain. And so I quickly realized that I had to focus on the clean canvas and that I could create whatever I wanted versus what I had lost. And so I think stress is a cultural thing in our current world society. I think that 
commercially, that has been fed. Politically, that has been fed. Media, certainly it's been fed. And so we've been conditioned to see things from a very fearful place and look at the what ifs. I mean, you know, you look at some of the online programs, it's like, well, you have to buy today or, you know, it's gone. Well, that's a very fear-based way of approaching things. And I get the time sensitivity and all that part of it. I get that. But we have bought into a very fear-based culture. And I always say you can, you know, you vote with your purchasing dollars, right? So the idea is really it comes down to are you going to respond or are you going to react to any given stress situation happening in your life? That's what it comes down to. And the more you learn how to program your mindset, literally, to respond versus react, the more you will influence what you do want versus what you don't want. And which leads to the mindset piece and and the, you know, this epidemic levels of people focusing on what they don't want and they don't want to feel versus what they do want and they do want to feel. And that shift alone is a game changer for anybody who chooses to engage in that way of being. And so that leads to optimum performance and being more healthy. And how do you talk about that? Right. So the gap is we have an amount of stress in our lives and we always will. And so the more we learn how to work on our life versus in our life, which you kind of alluded to before about those changes you made, the more we close the gap between our goal setting and our goal achieving. And the more we're goal achieving, the more we're tapping into the optimum performance. And the more we tap into our optimum performance, the more we are motivated to move towards the next goal. And the goal could be, I want to work from home and work no more than 25 hours a week. And I want to make $10,000 a month doing that. That could be the goal, which is a very overall well-being balanced goal. So, so you have the stress and then you, you get tapped out and then you're not making good decisions. And I like to work with, there's three pillars, conversations, commitments, and choices. So The more you have mindful conversations, the more you make mindful commitments, and the more you're mindful about every choice you're making to the best of your ability, the more you close the gap on the stress, the more you make the better choices, and the more you influence that goal that you're trying to achieve. So it closes the gap. So for people just to focus on goal achieving without looking at those, what's driving that goal that comes from a fear-based place and a very stressed mindset and a stressed way of being, that's not goal achieving because it's who you become in the process of achieving that goal that really is the gem, not the goal itself, even though the goal is like the byproduct. It's like the reward, the second reward for it. Right. Go through with us again. If someone is in a really stressful situation, whether it's their job, let's just say it's their job, Mm -hmm. what are some strategies that someone could do right now to Mm -hmm. start thinking solution-based as opposed to problem-focused and maybe try to ease out of some of those issues? Right. So there's a technique. And, you know, I was talking with a client yesterday and she is responsible for 50,000 people. So she's got a very intense and high level of responsibility. 
And so I've been working with her to help her to start working on her life versus in her life. And one of the techniques that I said to her is when you are in the moment of feeling stressed, you could be in a meeting, you could be in the car, anywhere, you put the tip of your tongue on the roof of your mouth and you literally breathe in two or three times and it completely calms your nervous system down. Interesting. And when you do that, you then can make the choice that is actually going to move you closer to versus further away from what you do want. So one of the tools I say to my clients is when you're in that moment where you're feeling overwhelmed or you're feeling stressed, you can ask yourself the question, does this choice that I'm about to make, is it going to get me closer to or farther away from how I want to feel and what I want? And if it's yes, then you do it. And if it's no, then you course correct, you pause, you literally pause in that moment, you could pause for 30 seconds, you could pause for a minute, you could pause for five minutes, I sometimes cleared my entire day, because I know that the best thing for me and everybody around me is just to regroup. And when you pause, you then go, okay, what am I, what is really going on here? And there's a list of seven questions that I will go through with clients, which we don't have the time to go through that today. But you can literally pause and go, okay, what are the top three things that I need to do today that serves me, takes care of me, and actually fulfills my responsibilities? And then you just focus on those. So you just, you take charge of your own energy and you regroup and then you move forward with one choice. Does this choice get me closer to or farther away? Because what happens is we get stressed and then we make choices from fear. And then that just keeps on creating more of a snowball, more of a snowball. And the next thing you, you're looking at your life and you're going, well, how did I get here? So you have to pause it. Yep. And it's a very uncomfortable thing. So so those are two ways that you can instantly shift things. The pausing and the course correcting is huge. And the other thing I like to share with my clients is like, you got to get comfortable being uncomfortable. So as you move into becoming this person who is going to achieve whatever the goal is, you're going to grow and you're going to feel uncomfortable. So get comfortable being uncomfortable because we all feel that. It doesn't matter where we are. Every time we set out to achieve something new, we're going to feel a sense of uncomfortableness. So utilize that as your signal that you're actually moving forward. That is good advice. I think we all need to think about stress because stress impacts everything. The more stressed you are, the more unhealthy you can become. And so the idea is to take some of these strategies that Christine has given us to sort of ease our stress throughout the day. So Christine, how can people reach you? So the best way to reach me is christinemonahan.com and that's M-O-N-A-G-H-A-N.com. And then my Instagram is Daily Life Mastery. And, the, and of course, I'm on LinkedIn, so people can reach me there. And, you know, it's interesting, 84% of employees actually experience physical, psychological, or behavioral symptoms of poor mental health. And the result of that to the employer is 17 to $44 billion in lost productivity every single year. Sheesh. And that's, that's like, that's from Forbes in terms of the trends for 2018. So it's like, well, okay, you can focus on you know, doing a whole bunch of things with your employees. The best thing you can do is help them to feel at ease and get rid of their stress. 
because you can't be in high productivity mode when you're stressed. And part of that is this presenteeism where there's this huge, huge trend where people are showing up to work and they're physically there, but they're so stressed out. They're so tired out that they're just putting in the time and they're not actually getting anything done. And they're actually then negatively influencing the environment based on that mindset and that state. So it's the biggest thing employers could do would be to invest in making sure people are relaxed and they once and for all figure out what's driving the stress. What is that unmet need or needs that's driving it? Hmm. Well, they say one of the reasons that people leave, one of the biggest reasons that people leave their job is not because they don't like the job, it's that they don't like their manager. And so if right. you think about that, that's probably where some of the stress is coming from in some of these situations, because they're trying to remove themselves from the situation that's not good, even though they might actually like the job. So this has been great. We've learned a lot. Um, thank you very much. And hopefully people will check out your website, christinemonahan.com. And I really appreciate you being on the show today. Well, you know what? It, it's been really, I, I love speaking about this and I love sharing it with people. I guess I'll leave with the notion of lead as you would like to follow. So if a leader really wants to get the most out of their team, they have to lead as they would like to follow. Hmm. Good advice. Thank you so much. Oh, well, thank you, Elizabeth. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Female Insight Zone, a podcast dedicated to sharing insights from women who have made an indelible mark in business and the path they took to soar. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.